What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. This episode is being brought to you by me. Why do I say me? Because I'm just happy to be here and happy to be able to bring you guys another solo podcast because I've been doing quite a few interviews. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I've been missing doing a podcast, just me, myself, and I pouring my heart out, giving you guys content that I've started giving from the beginning. And I kind of switched over to interviews, but it's okay. Both are good. Both have been great. And I have been doing a lot better day in and day out as days have gone past. As you guys know, uh, Thanksgiving holiday just passed. Um, I was thinking about doing a podcast before and after Thanksgiving, but every time I worked, I brought myself up to jump on the microphone and start talking. I kind of got stuck. Right? I got, got stuck for a variety of different reasons that I'm going to touch on throughout this very short episode I'm going to bring to you guys. But before that, I have some good news. You guys ready to hear it? You ready? You ready? You ready? I have launched a YouTube channel. So I've been talking for a very long time about, all right, I'm going to stop being so shy, stop being afraid to put my face on camera, uh, use all the skills and techniques I learned from starting my own travel company, cptravels.com, uh, which you know, which we had for about five or six years. And I'm going to actually go on YouTube with it, right? Everyone said, man, why don't you podcast on YouTube? We'd like to see your face and be able to, you know, to watch it on YouTube. That's what everybody does now. Um, but yeah, I finally sat down and made a YouTube channel. It is not a, it is my podcast, but not really. It's basically short stories that I put together. I didn't want to make super long 10, 20, 30 minute YouTube videos. It's not what I really wanted to do. So they're all between five to eight minutes, no longer than 10 minutes max. Um, just me sharing some of the stories, uh, experience that I've had, but in a very different way than the way that I podcast. So if you want to see me, see my face, if you've never seen my face, maybe you never follow me on anything, uh, go to my podcast channel. It is called The Black Expat podcast very easy to find um and yeah i have about nine episodes up so far as well as some old content that i didn't delete it's basically drone footage i've taken from around the world and different places i've been to uh, i know one place in california australia drone footage some drone footage from taiwan uh, a rooftop modeling photo shoot i did that's also available on the channel but the nine episodes touch on a variety of different things um just give you it provides you videos too right i have all these i have thousands of videos from my travels so i plan on you know narrating some of the stories that i've had again quickly under 10 minutes but then i also include some video footage of what it actually looks like when i did it um so for example i did a podcast about thanksgiving out here in taiwan we called it friendsgiving we had that again here at the bar and i included videos and photos of it so you know if you listen to the podcast you're like you know what I want to know what it looks like when you talk about these things in a way in which you describe it. Uh, you can go to the YouTube channel and you'll be able to check that out. So I'll try as much as I can to correlate some things I talk about on the podcast moving forward. Also to have footage available on the YouTube channel so you can kind of put two and two together. My favorite, the most popular episode so far has been being a black teacher in Taiwan and how I narrated that story. And I didn't include that many photos and videos, but it's it's just hilarious. My favorite one is talking about the bar I opened, Arts and Crafts Bar Taiwan in Taichung, uh, the first 100% Black-owned bar on the island ever. Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes because I was able to reflect and go back and post some videos and, and photos of things that, you know, that we, that I had the process of starting the bar and it made me get re-inspired for having the bar and having the space. Right. Cause it's easy to get, you know, discouraged and, you know, feel sad and feel bad 
just because we opened the bar and it was doing great. And then coronavirus hit and then five months, nothing. And then no government assistance, all that, I, all stuff I've talked about before. So it was very easy to get discouraged. We, in fact, were discouraged because five months we would still keep opening the bar, still keep going downstairs and not a soul, y'all. I'm talking about days and days and days of not a soul walking in. So, you know, that's cool. We've gotten past that part stand on the positive on the up and up but that youtube episode is the best i also have another announcement y'all ready for it as promised because podcasting is my full-time job and i quit working full-time in teaching and directing and managing because it was literally killing me you guys uh to continue to do that um i've started writing again so i've posted two articles on medium i actually have another article i'm going to post today about this very same podcast on medium as well all these links are in the description of this podcast check it out if you have time just go ahead and click on that read the article um if you probably one of them is an older article that i wrote that i wanted to reshare another one is relatively new uh, but yeah go and check it out uh for each read you know i get i made six cents this week may not sound like a lot to y'all but that confirmed another source of revenue that i've gotten which again i'm really excited about i'm really excited to share my journey of how i finally taking not well definitely finally taking all the things i've learned from opening all these businesses and having all these experiences and learning from my mistakes and working with people and reaching out to people and being inspired uh and i finally started to put them in to play and practice them consistently uh consistency is hard when you have a full-time job and you have a bar uh, and you're still trying to podcast and you still continue to podcast. But now it's like everything I do is what I really want to do. I'm more focused on what I'm trying to accomplish and what I want to do. And coronavirus did give me that space. I don't know if you guys remember, before I get into that, uh, the reason why I bring this up is because I was recommended to write on Medium by someone who listens to the podcast, uh, someone who was an inspiration for me. And I don't know if she knows it uh, or knew it, but uh, inspiration to me do things through the podcast that i had with her you know she lives in taiwan she's from brazil check out her episode it's the anna clara episode she's an amazing individual an amazing writer and i don't, I don't think english is her first language either but she's writing in english and it's honestly is what more better written than anything i've i've ever written probably right so i mean she's just an amazing person extremely in, inspirational and influential uh to me um she's the one that recommended me doing it so, I mean, it's like, it's sharing ideas. Like she was doing something. She, I think at the time, I think she said she had made five cents, but she's like, you know what? Hey, it's another way of you making money. I know you're always talking about it. And you want to find new things to do. And like in that moment, it was just like, man, I just felt like the love, like not, you know, not that kind of love, but just like, you no know, man, like someone cared enough about me to recommend something for me to do uh, when they were doing it. Like, hey, I thought about, you know, what you've been talking about. This is good for you. You should probably try it. If you don't try it, whatever, don't care, but you should. I really appreciate things like that. So again, coronavirus, I know we talked about before, um, when coronavirus first happened, I remember podcasting about it. People were all on Twitter and other platforms saying, I don't want nobody telling me that, you know, when the virus is coming that you should find a side hustle. Like, no, none of this, none of that. And again, I I, under, I understand that. And I, I agree to some extent. Um, but I also said in the same, you know, in the same podcast and another one following up, like that doesn't mean that you don't have to. Like, if you want to find other things to do, if you do want to get re-inspired, if you do want to re, uh, you know, revisit a hobby you were doing and how you were doing it, definitely do that. Um, this is a good time. Uh, it's not a good time financially for a lot of people. Let's just acknowledge that, or mental health wise, or anything. But if you do have the time and you do want to visit something or start something, this is a good time to do it, especially since a lot of people are at home and have more time to look at things on the internet, right? The world is changing and it's changing quickly and it's moving in a direction toward 
things being more digital, people having more time to spend looking at things and learning about things. If you wanted to teach something online, do it. You want to start your own YouTube channel, do it. You want to start writing about things you've gone through. It doesn't have to be about anything regarding traveling or being an expat. It can be about anything, right? Right. People love to read and learn new things. They may not love to support it if you tell them that and they know you, which is a weird concept. But there are a bunch of strangers out there who will be inspired by the things that you've gone through. Everyone, I believe this, has a unique story. No matter what you've done, no matter how simple or how complex you think your life has been, you have a story that's worth sharing that people want to hear about. Uh, and again, it may not be your calling. You may not want to share anything. It may just be a person that just wants to do things the way you want to do it, have your job. And that's fine, too. But if you do feel so inspired to start sharing things, definitely go out there and do it. Again, it doesn't have to be about making money. I didn't get into podcasting because I thought I was going to be a millionaire, right? I hope to be a millionaire. I'm going to work to be one. And if podcasting takes me there, great. But if another method gets me there, even like also great, not even better, but also great, right? But get into it because you're passionate about it, because you like it, and because you enjoy doing it. It just so happened that when I started my company, CP Travels, everything that I did was because at the time I was trying to make money. And I think I didn't really realize or really, really understand even Patrick when he said it, that I enjoyed doing these things. But because I was doing it for money, I lost that sense of joy. Right. I lost that feeling of, man, I really love doing this. Like I didn't lose that for traveling because even though traveling was a job and I would take people to trips, I really enjoyed that. Right. Taking people on trips is fun. Like, yeah, sometimes it's annoying. But when it was me and Patrick doing it, we would kind of bounce off one another. And like we had that dynamic where he would be responsible for certain things. I'd be responsible for certain things. But things we were responsible for were the things that we like to do for others and for ourselves. And that was the key. But writing I'm not the best writer. I acknowledge that. I'm going to get better. I'm going to improve. I'm going to work at it. I love writing. I'm a storyteller at heart. Like I was thinking about someone wants to do a comedy show at the bar. I'm like, yeah, I used to do comedy in college. I'm a storyteller at heart. I love doing that. But I just stopped because I started doing it for money and it wasn't making money. So I thought I wasn't good at it. And a lot of people have faced that. They thought or think they're really good at something and they aren't making money from it, but it's their passion. They love it. So they stopped doing it because like, I must not be good because I'm not making money doing it. Right. I think I'm amazing at podcasting. I have a bunch of amazing stories, a bunch of great episodes. I haven't made much money from it. Shout out to my patrons for supporting me and helping me along the way. But amazing opportunities have presented itself as a result. Writing on Medium through podcasting, right? Linking with someone, building a connection. It's been amazing. Connecting other people via podcast episodes. I had Tiffany on uh, the podcast, the previous one, Education the Expatriate, and she was looking for other people to join her podcast. So I posted and shared her advertising on my site uh, and on and on my social media channels. And she connected with people in Taiwan, amazing black women who have amazing stories are going to be able to share her stories with Tiffany. And Tiffany's going to learn from that. They're going to learn from that. I'm going to learn from it because I'm going to listen to it. So I mean, man, these things that I've been able to do and experience through COVID, not because of COVID, but through COVID and through putting myself out there and through taking chances and taking risks and uh, having a very, very strong support system. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who does continuously support me has definitely um, pushed me in the right direction. So when we said, you know, back in the day, like, oh, don't you want to tell me what to do? You know, like make a hobby. No, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, yeah, that's fine. But if you also want to go out and try something new, this is a, it's still a good time to do it. Um, and this brings me up to uh, my next topic I actually want to talk about. I did go like 11 minutes into uh, what 
probably looking at the title of the podcast and saying, oh, man, like you didn't really get into that until minute 12. I'll put it in the description. My bad job. But it was just really good content that was coming on. You guys know how I do. It's on my heart and I'm in the moment. I'm definitely going to share it. But I definitely want to talk about uh, the holidays for uh, expats and the expatriates. Right. Um, and I, I think the reason why I touched on COVID so much just now was because um, it is impacting. It's creating a different vibe, a different feel for the holidays for us now. And again, I'm specifically speaking from an expat's perspective. I understand and I know about uh, what it's like, and I'm going to specifically speak for America, like for Americans back home and with all the restrictions and states being shut down, not being able to you know, gather with your families. I understand that, but I'm not living it. So I can't speak to it as powerfully or as, you know, as, as truly as I can, uh, as I specifically speak for, you know, the expat's perspective on uh, the holidays. And I specifically want to touch on, you know, just Thanksgiving. And the vibe and the feel. So, as you guys know, uh, I'm in Taiwan. So we've gone, I think, coming up on 250, 60 plus days of no local cases of the coronavirus. But December first just happened, and Taiwan's like, "Hey, on December first, everywhere you go, you have to wear a mask because it's cold and flu season. We don't want anything popping up, anything happening. Social distance, so social distancing is back on. Mask is back on. We're gonna get through this cold weather season together." Uh, but we're not going to risk anything happening, right? Shout out to Taiwan for always being on it, for keeping us, its citizens, and its foreign citizens safe. Um, but, you know, uh, so we're living, as expats, we're living here anyway. We're living very differently than what we see back at home. And back at home for me is America because um, I can do everything. I can still go to the gym, go grocery shop. We can have gatherings. I still run my bar. We have big. We had a big group in last week. Uh, we have big you know, social gatherings coming up at the bar uh, in the next upcoming weeks with, you know, Christmas and the holidays coming up. So, you know, this is still a thing, right? We're, st- we're just living naturally. And uh, I can't go home. It's too expensive to go home. Uh, it's 14 day quarantine there and back 28 days. That's a month of being in exile, essentially in one country and then exile another country. Going back to America, 14 day quarantine in the hotel. I want to do, even if they don't make me do it, I'll do it for the sake of myself and my family. Coming back to Taiwan, they make you do it, 14-day quarantine, and you got to pay for it. Hotels are expensive, guys, and that's also days of not getting paid because you're not working, right? I don't have that many days of vacation days because I don't I'm, – I'm an entrepreneur. I have different streams of revenue, so everything I do is kind of rolling, right? Um, and then even with that, it's, you know, you suffer with, you know, survivor's guilt because I'm over here living La Vida Loca during the holidays, and my family, you know, they're they're struggling, not necessarily struggling, but it's hard to even get together because of everything they have to go through just to be together and feel safe, right? People kind of miss out on that part of the virus, just feeling safe. Like your family member can have a job and you could love them, your daughter, but, you know, if you're an at-risk person and as an older person, as a mom or as a grandparent, and you know your child's out there working in an office with people who are irresponsible or you just don't know, there is a risk there. So there is a feeling of unsafetyness there, but you kind of have to push through that because you still want to hug your daughter. You still want to hug your mother. You still want to hug your son, your daughter. It's like you still want to do these things. So, yeah, it's it's difficult uh, for us just to even think about what our family is going through and then to compound that with our inability to go back. Now, here's the difference. Here's why I keep saying that. Before, I went back home for Thanksgiving last year, right? And now as an expat entrepreneur, I can I literally can still go back if I wanted to, right? It's just what I would have to do to make it back. So because of all things I have to do just to make it back, I feel like my choice has been taken away. It's the same feeling for many other expats. The example I give, or when coronavirus first happened, and it was out here mostly, before it had reached America and the way that it's reached it now, um, a lot of expats are like, you know what? 
I don't know how they thought, but from who I've talked to, some of them took family into play, but a lot of them was like, you know, I feel like it's safer for me to be back home because I know more than anything, America's going to take care of this. They're going to nip this virus in the butt. It hasn't reached our shores yet. Even if you didn't believe in President Trump, you just believed in some people just believed in America. Like we're going to be on top of this. We're the greatest country in the world. Rah, rah, USA. Right. And, you know, China was so close to Taiwan. It's so close to Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan had had some cases and it was increasing. It went from like 50 to 60 to 70. But, you know, with such a small population, when these numbers are coming out, it, just, it was just increased, increased the fear. Like Taiwan is a population of 26 million people. Um, and everything's on the news and it's an older population. So, of course, they're freaking out and they're like, oh, my God, we have to contain it. So, again, expats during that time, because it's right after Chinese New Year, where we could choose to stay and teach or get out of our contracts and go back home or go wherever you wanted to go. A lot of them, a lot of expats went back home. They're like, you know what? It's out here in China. We don't know if they're going to be able to contain it. There was a lot of uncertainty, right? They didn't know where was the best place to go. So, when you don't know where to go, where do you choose? Where do you end up going? Home, right? home because that's where you feel even if it's not safe that's where you feel safe because you know your family's there it's like you know what if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die with my family i'm not gonna die over here in asia where none of my family is here and i don't know if i'm gonna even be able to talk to my doctor in english if i get sick right and that's that's fair that's super fair right so when i say that at that point in time a lot of us had a choice we could choose because there weren't that many restrictions coming into Taiwan or leaving Taiwan or going into America. There wasn't that many concerns going back home, right? So that choice, you had more of a choice because you have more flexibility. Now it's completely different as expats. The thinking is different, right? During that time, I went back to America. It's like, you know what? I'm going back because I want to be safe and I can get a job. The pandemic hadn't hit America that hard. But now to go back during a pandemic where jobs are scarce, People, small businesses are shutting down. People are losing jobs. There is no second stimulus that's been released yet. There's so much uncertainty that as an expat, I feel like a lot of us want to go home. During the holidays when we want to be at home and want to be around family the most. And it and Thanksgiving was hard to get through. And I'll touch on that. But we want to go back. But there's so much uncertainty that a lot of us aren't. Because right now, what's certain is Taiwan is safe. Knock on wood, shout out to Taiwan, hope it stays that way. I have a job or jobs. Most expats have a job, a full-time job, putting money in their pockets. To go back home is to, one, lose that and risk not getting that back. And then risk not being able to get back into Taiwan should you want to return or go anywhere for that matter. There's no certainty in what the world is going to look like for sure in the next month, two months, three months, next year or two. But so you kind of want to stick with what's certain as an expat. You think about, all right, what is certain for sure? I know for certain if I go back to America, it's going to be hard. Unless my family owns a business and I'm rich, it's going to be difficult. I have to find a job. I have to start the job search now. Then I have to get back to America. Then I have to quarantine. There's so many things to think about and so many uncertain aspects. It's like, you know what? I'm certain I'm safe here. I'm going to ride it out. And that's a tough spot to be put in because now it feels like our choice has been removed. Because now I I. I want to I want to go to America, but I, I, I can't. I, I feel like even though I can't, I feel like I can't because of all the risk and everything that goes into making that decision. So now my choice is gone because the obvious decision is to stay in Taiwan. Talk to my family members. They're like, why would you come back here? Why? You're safe there. Job, you can get a job there. You can get jobs there. You're secure, you're happy, you're healthy. That's what we care about as your family. And then we feel bad if you came back and then you got sick. 
You know, it's like, hey, like it'll it'll get better, it'll get better, it'll get better. And we were saying this in May, in June, July, August, September, October, November. Now it's December. Still no stimulus. Coronavirus cases increased in America. Like it's a lot to weigh on as an expat. Um, and again, I understand what it's like people who are actually back at home, but I'm speaking specifically from you know an expat's perspective. It's a lot to take in, a lot to think about. So here we are with Thanksgiving. And you know, we have Friendsgiving here at Arts and Crafts Bar. Um, and Sweet Eats, Patrick's cousin, and Erica, and all the people they come and they cook Thanksgiving dinner, and we invite guests to come in and you know and have it. And it was great. The food was amazing. It was great to have a taste of home. But unlike any other year, for me, I'll speak to only for myself, but unlike any other year for me, it's been very, very hard to have, you know, a sense of to have a sense of family, the family feel that I used to get before, right? Like it was, it's very, very hard to, I, I didn't have that feeling, right? Of, oh, like I'm in Taiwan, but I, you know, I feel, I feel okay. Like I didn't, I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel good. I just felt uncertain. It's just, it's just a period of uncertainty. It's like, man, like I want to be happy that I'm having Thanksgiving out here. I want to be excited. I want to, you know, be in a good mood and I want to show love to my friends and family that I have here, uh, family like people that I have here. Uh, but like, I, I, I didn't sense that from any expat. Like we were happy to be around each other. Like Erica, somebody that I hired, another Erica with the K that I hired a long time ago. She's now a manager, pretty much a director at the same school I was at before. But I hired her eight years ago. You know, she was just came and she was like, man, you know, thank you, Carl. Like, this is, you know, you started this. You gave me this opportunity and I've been here ever since. And I've done, she's done amazing things. I think I talked about her before. She's an amazing woman. I definitely want to get her story on the podcast soon because she's just done extraordinary things. Uh, being here in Taiwan, you know, as as the individual that she is, and I'll definitely save her story for when she's on. But yeah, and we were reflecting. It was like, man, it felt good to reflect but uh, I could just sense it. Like all of us were just like, man, who is so what's going on back home? We feel just so uncertain, right? Because usually during this time in Taiwan, Thanksgiving, we get through this time of being away from family during the holidays by talking about what we have to look forward to. Traveling. We ain't going nowhere. Traveling during for like for even for Thanksgiving or Christmas, just going out of the country for the weekend, going to a warmer place. Because Taiwan is like 60 or 70 degrees now. It's kind of chilly. Those you guys living through winters, my bad, y'all. But it's chilly out here to us. But, you know, we were looking forward to things like, oh, Chinese New Year. We got three weeks coming off in January, February. Traveling to places, making plans, booking trips, booking flights. So we had a little bit more happiness to kind of help us get through this downtime of, you know, the holidays and not being around family. But oop, that's nipped in the bud. Because now we're not talking about that. Now the only thing we can talk about is the virus, is the food, is each other. Right? There's very little content for us to pull from. That's positive. A lot of negative to focus on, right? The election, no stimulus, like all this stuff. A lot of negative things that we can focus on. But who wants to be negative all the time? But the, we're struggling to find positive things to talk about that we all can connect to, to get through. And it's hard. And, you know, I, I was writing my article and I, and I just ran, I just started asking myself questions, right? Because I wanted to shine the light on things that, you know, many expats may or are struggling with or may be struggling with. It's like, how are we supposed to feel right now? Right? Like, are we supposed to be happy because we're in a great place and pandemic free? Are we supposed to be sad because we're away from our families? Are we supposed to be happy because we're healthy? Are we supposed to be sad because our families are, you know, struggling to figure out simple ways of living and adjusting? Are we supposed to be happy because, you know, at least in Taiwan, our lives are quite normal? 
And as I was writing, I realized I'm like, we're supposed to feel all these things. Every single last one of them. I am happy that I'm in Taiwan and I'm safe and life is business as usual. I am devastated and sad that I can't go back to my family. I am terrified that they have to go through all these adjustments and I can't be a part of that. But I am happy that I am healthy. I am happy that they are healthy. But those are so many feelings and emotions, you know, during times. Holiday Thanksgiving is supposed to be about giving thanks. And I made sure I took time out that day to be thankful for the people that were there with me. Friends, family, new acquaintance, people I had just met. I'm thankful for that because we're sharing in this experience together. But I can't help thinking about, man, I miss my family. I miss the option, the choice to go and be with them, even if I wouldn't have gone back. Because I probably have not, would not have gone back. Probably would not have. But just know that I can't. Just know that they could come visit me. That's what I even forget about as well. Like for them to come visit me, they have to take a month off work. Because to get into Taiwan, you got to quarantine 14 days. Definitely. Then come see me. Then leave. See me for what, five, 10 days? That's 24 days already. Then go back home, quarantine again, 14 days. That's almost six weeks just to see me. So even if I wanted to see them, I couldn't instantly hop on an overnight flight and go see them. I could. Because America does have the quarantine restrictions that Taiwan has. But at what cost? At what risk? I wouldn't want to put my family in that risk. At that risk? Of course not. I wouldn't do that. So it's like how these ho this holiday season this has been very different feeling for me. And I know and I'm sure for many expats. And mental health-wise, we've tried. I know I've definitely been remaining active has been my mental health solution. And it's always been a mental health solution for me. Like when I'm lazy and I'm not doing anything and I feel uninspired, I'm not healthy. I'm depressed. I'm stressed. That's not who I've been. Uh, but one thing I've been making sure that I do outside of working and trying to gain revenue and trying to make money because y'all has been tough. Become a patron of the Black Expat Podcast. Click the link in the description. Or if you're on Podbean, click become a patron. Donate anywhere from one to a million dollars per month uh, to support the Black Expat Podcast. Up to you guys. I really appreciate anything that you give. But yeah, it's been tough for me just to get through the day. But what I've done is that I made sure that what brings me peace and joy and, and patience and all that, I go to the gym no matter what. I need to release. It releases stress. It releases everything. That has been my, my safe space. I go to the gym and on the weekends I coach basketball so I'm active. Right, that's who I am. And again, I was talking to someone uh, the other day, and I'll get to this story later. I don't want to touch on that now. But yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. And I know for many expats out there, just make sure you're practicing good mental health practices. Talk to your family as much as you possibly can. Uh, just hearing them have joyful moments and experiences, even you know through Thanksgiving and sharing photos, it has helped. It helps me. It hurts because you can't be there, but it, it's helpful just to see them happy and smiling and working through it. And for those of you guys who had you know, again, I had a family member that died from you know, from the virus. Uh, family members that have, that have conducted and have been sick for a while. So, I mean, have contracted. I'm sorry, not conducted. Contracted and have been sick for a while. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough. It's hard. Um, but it's something that we definitely, you know, have to power through. And I'm just glad that there are circles out here in the expat community in Taiwan where we are trying to keep things normal and to have performances and gatherings that, you know, keep, you know, the status quo there and, you know, make you feel like you don't feel like you're completely out here alone and on your own. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's tough. It's challenging. But I still feel supported. I still feel loved. But it's important to remind yourselves of that because this holiday season has been different. 
We haven't gotten to Christmas yet. We haven't gotten to New Year's yet. Like, I don't want to touch on those things. Because honestly, I haven't even thought about buying gifts. Number one, shoot, shipping is a, is terrible. Shout out to Amazon for having free shipping to Taiwan. So if y'all want to send me stuff, send me stuff. From Taiwan, it ain't there yet. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I haven't even thought about Christmas. Usually right after Thanksgiving, like I'm planning Christmas gatherings here. And because like I'm just in the spirit. I don't have the spirit of the holidays, of Christmas especially. The spirit is not there. Um, and, you know, as an expat, it's difficult. But, you know, we're surviving through it. Uh, we're thriving through it. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, definitely shout out to Taiwan for releasing those stimulus, uh, the stimulus dollars they gave us that could go towards anything. Uh, Taiwan gave another stimulus package to expats before America gave its second one, which is crazy to me, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it really is. It's really been a challenging and a tough time uh, for expats with coronavirus. It's really shaped the world differently and it's put all of us in different head spaces because you can't es escape it. Taiwan, you can't escape it. The thinking of it, realizing that this is our reality now and how the expat lives have changed, right? I used to begin on here talking about planning for traveling and friends coming to visit and all that it's shifted the way that my podcast operates i can't talk about those things i now have to talk about what we're all living through and i'm glad to be able to document it through you know my recordings and things like that but it's changed exponentially so now the way that i plan my life is different the way i'm planning my travels is different and it's happening during the time where shoot i was looking forward to you know going out traveling again and seeing the world and podcasting from you know, live from New Zealand, live from Japan, live from China, live from live from Korea. Can't do that now. Now it's every day live from Taiwan. <laughs> you know, I'm not mad at that. I'm actually quite happy that it is the case because Taiwan is a great place to be at the moment. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 a different time. It's definitely a different time. So, and I hope that uh, for those experts that are listening, that you know, you feel inspired to know that man, you're not the only one. Process these feelings, talk about them out loud, and create safe spaces and pockets and of you know of areas of which you can do things that make you happy. Connect people that you love, um, and really, really, truly, you know, live through power, powerfully live and thrive through the coronavirus holiday is what I'm going to call it because it's not it's not like any holiday we've ever faced before during my lifetime. Uh, it's so, so different for expats, and I'm sure it's so, so different for everyone who's living in their home countries and having to adjust to everything that the coronavirus has brought to the world uh, over these past few months. So, um, as usual, guys, check out my new YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to it if you can. Like each episode if you can. Um, I'm getting better and better with each, with each each episode. If you want me to, if you listen to the podcast before, you want me to do like a really quick snippet and go into more detail about something, definitely share that uh with me in the comments on youtube or send me a message and i'll definitely make a youtube video dedicated to that i've done that like three times already uh, i like doing that um check out my medium page uh, again you don't have to pay anything you just literally just read it click on the button in the description uh, the link in the description click it read it uh, leave a comment give me a clap if you can uh just anything you know just to keep each other moving forward and i've been happy to be much more on connecting people which is one of the goals of my podcast and i'm glad to be able to do that y'all connect people with others I'm glad that that's been a part of my journey and my process, right? It's not all about me. It's about making connections, building myself and others up, um, working with other people who are doing similar things and just inspiring one another. So thank you to everyone who continues to inspire me, continue to listen to the podcast, continues to push me to continue podcasting, to not give up on my dreams. I'm going to get there, y'all. 
through hell or high water, I'm certainly going to get there because I am not going to stop. I'm going to keep moving forward because that is who I am. That's who I always have been. And for those of you guys out there that need a little bit of, you know, extra boost, I hope this podcast has brought you a little bit of joy, a little bit of positivity, um, and to look forward to some things. Because again, even though it's hard, it's been a hard, it's been a hard expat holiday. I'm thankful. That's what Thanksgiving is about. That's what the holiday season is about. Being thankful and grateful for what you have and not worrying about what you don't have. I'm grateful for health. I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for love. I'm just thankful to be here, y'all. So again, I'm Carl, the Black Expat. Thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode. It's been my honor. We out here.